What a world you now listening to Talk of Brothers Podcast. Welcome to the Talk of Talk Talk of Brothers Podcast. Podcast. Allow me to reintroduce myself. So, Talk of Brothers Podcast. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers Podcast. Smash and go deep. Go dance, smash. You guys doing your thing. The mic is contacted. I attract clientele. My brother. Go smash. Talk of Brothers. That's popping. We worry about nothing. Y'all are now listening to Talk of Brothers. Podcast. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Godi. And it's your boy, Smash, coming at you. want to welcome you guys to another episode of Talker Brothers Podcast. Smash, check it, bro. I got my boy, Gabe, right, from Ultimate right. Black Man. I'm not even going to give no introduction. If you don't know who this brother <laughs> is, listen to me. Ladies and gentlemen, he's going to give it to you raw and uncut. Um, but it's opinions. He gonna give it both ways. If, if you if you're good about it, he gonna give you your props. If you're bad about it, he gonna you know he gonna let you have it. So I just had to have this brother on the show, man. It's just one of them days. I was like, you know what? Let's get to this male female thing, man, and let's talk about it a little bit. And because um, he does it more than we do it, you know what I'm saying? So you know, I always wanna have some kind of you know quasi expert <laughs> that deals with these topics all the time to jump on the show. What's up, Gabe? Man, thanks for having me. Gentlemen, how y'all doing today? Pretty good, I'm good bro. bro. Good, good, good. So, Gabe, give give the people an idea of what your show's about, man. Cause I don't wanna I wanna you do more justice for it than I can. Yeah, sure, sure. So yeah, my name is Gabe. I am uh, Ultimate Black Man Radio. And I deal with the female and male uh dating dynamics in the black community. So um, uh, I started out on bigger platforms. I've been interviewed by O'Shea Duke Jackson, if people know him, has 100K subs. And I've been on Nicole Michelle's panel of the Inner Beauty Movement. So a lot of people know me from those two uh, channels. Uh, and I've been talking about this dynamic for a while because I've gone through a, certain, a lot of things when it comes to women. And uh, when I was going through my phase of like simp wake up calls and everything, there was nowhere I really could turn to to get advice on how to move forward and how to deal with certain situations. Mm. The last person to really do it properly was Tariq Nasheed. He hasn't talked about relationships in 10 years. So um, once I went through everything and I learned, I was like, look, I got to get this message out um, to the people. So I come from a pro-black, pro-family type background. I believe in traditional gender roles, traditional family values. Even though I troll and and clown a lot, (laughs) I believe in that because black people say they want to move forward we cannot move forward until we get the relationship dynamics down right if black men and black women cannot get along there's no way we can fight white supremacy we can't fight police brutality we can't fight systematic uh, economic oppression any any of those things that we talk about as a community as a whole we cannot fight those things until us as black men and black women are able to get along. Uh, Dr. Claude Anderson talks about building a community and all a community is, is uh, businesses, economic businesses, families, and a family is made up of a man, a woman, and their legacy, which are their children. If we cannot properly do that, we fighting racism, white supremacy, we can't do that until we get that base down. That's the foundation. It's like building a home. So relationships, marriage, kids, legacy, that is the base foundation. And black people are in last place. We are losing when it comes to that. So that's kind of where my channel comes from. I do do a lot of 
joking, roasting, all that. And I'm very serious about that. Black people do not have a lot of time. So we have to figure this out quick or it's going to be game over. Yep. And it all boils down for those that didn't understand that. Let me break it down in a little simple terms for you. Sometimes the true hurt and you just have to hear the truth. And, that, and that's what he gives, the truth all the time, man. That's why I respect the brother, his brother's opinion. And he gives it away to where, you know, a little comic relief in it. And it's just what it is. Say, but Gabe, where are we all at, where are we with the simps of the year right now? So basically, my simp of the year, we do have the finalists, and I will be doing a show on that in December. Um, and our four simps are Prince Harry, uh, Will Smith, August Alcina, and Offset. Uh, these two gentlemen have shown that they have no backbone or no spine. Um, it's not even close this year as far as these four. Um, it's these these are our simps. These are the type of men that these women dominate and defecate on and you know, belittle. These dudes, I, and I don't. Of the four, I actually put a post on Facebook. I was like, "Who y'all got winning?" And then I was like, "There's no way anybody could beat Will Smith." then people would get on there and be like, man, I don't know. I think Prince Harry got it, you know, because he left his legacy. He left his bag. And he went with that old mixed chick, that feminist mixed chick over there to be a regular nine to five Harry. Hmm. So, you know, it's it's a close race. Personally, I think, because the year's still not over. No, it's so, not. Because we're getting ready to talk with about one, and he may make the list. <laughs> yeah, he could make the list. So, But right now, personally, I think Prince Harry is leading with Will Smith leading closely behind. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I saw that list, and he put that list out this year. I was like, I don't know, Gabe. This is a close one, bro. It's a close <laughs> one as far as those four go. Now, I haven't, there aren't other men that really can compete with these four. Yeah, yeah. So it's a close race. <laughs> to, I mean, to give up the throne for a woman? Man, oh, no. that's what I'm saying. You walk away from royalty. <laughs> I don't know what kind of voodoo cat she got. I don't know what she did to that man. But for that dude to be like, you know what? This whole royalty thing ain't my, let me go over here and live in squalor with this chick. I don't, whatever she did to him, man. Go from royalty to a peasant. Yeah. For a woman. Because I'm not leaving no crown. Nah, nah, bro. I'm just, it's going to be like. your cat is. I'm straight. We got to separate and figure this thing out. If it don't work, it don't work. We're going to move on. Fact. But on to the next thing, man. I, I want to get, I want to talk about this, um, this Ice Cube situation, man. I want to say the best for last. I want to talk about this Ice Cube situation. I, I really want to understand. I really want to get my brother's opinion on where do they stand with this. And it's, and it's really, man, it's really, to me, it's really no right or wrong situation. If, if people don't understand, Ice Cube has, has a doctrine or, or, or what you would call it, a, a contract, a black contract, and he has an agenda that he's pushing. And the agenda that he's pushing, it's asking for things from, from power from the government to help push this agenda. And Cube's stance is that it doesn't matter who's in power. I want to I want to get this ball rolling. However, so and that comes with the the contending administration that's trying to come in with the, and the current administration. And he's been on CNN. He's been he's been making the rounds on voicing his opinion on where he stands. And it seems like for us, 
And this is something that, if you listen to our show, you know we always talking about this. I'm tired. We're tired of seeing the kumbaya sessions. We're tired of seeing the rallies. We try to see the marches. We about that. We want to see action. And here is a brother, Ice Cube, that's about action, that's putting a plan in place, and that's trying to take action toward this plan. And we seem to have to get this. Our black folks seem to want to um, condemn him because people from the Trump administration has come in and want to understand what this black contract is, is about. So I just want to get you guys' opinion on where you guys stand on, on this situation as well. Nah, I'm um, I'm all for it, man. Uh, basically, it's you know it's a it's a agenda to help the black people, or actually just to make things better in in society systematically for black people. Um, I've been looking it over because a friend of mine has has sent the whole contract to me, and I've been reading like all the thirteen um, things that they're trying to get in there: the Police Reform Act, all kinds of stuff. So. Um, I'm on board. Um, I think it's like, it doesn't matter. I'm with you because it doesn't matter what party you with, whether you're Republican, Democrat, independent, whatever. Like we got to start making these these laws and these uh, the system more equal for everybody instead of trying to make it more dominant for a particular party or a particular race. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm, I'm all for this. I'm all on board with you for this. I'm I'm still reading a little bit more so I can get educated on it and be able to speak through it, you know, uh, fluidly like you. But uh, from what I'm reading so far, man, is everything that we already been trying to get. Right. You know what I mean? Like uh, lynching, to make lynching a federal crime, you know what I mean? KKK gets away with all this stuff. So it's just it's just stuff out there that should be, some of it should be common sense, but we still trying to get it, you know, into play. So right. I'm all aboard. Right. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a real good point. And, and, you know, I haven't sat down and read it either, but I do know the basics. And here's the thing. Uh, black people have this thing with the Democrats. It's like an abusive relationship. You know, Democrats, you know, slap us around. And then election time, they're like, oh, we're so sorry. Let me buddy you up, give you some fake promises. And then after the election, they throw us out the house, throw us out the car and say, we'll holler at you in four years. Um, we have no loyalty when it comes to survival. And that's where black people are in this country. We're trying to survive. And we have too many Negroes that are um, dedicated to the Democratic Party or they're on the titty of the Democratic Party. And Democrats, it's just it's just white supremacy light. They're just white supremacists that smile in your face. We know about the 94 crime bill that Joe Biden has passed. We know mm -hmm. about Kamala Harris's track record of locking black men up. The, the it's it's the it's just a different side of the same coin. So if we can get the Republicans to listen and enact some action, hey, that's where we need to go. If the Democrats are going to do it, that's fine. Um, what the Democrats are really trying to do is they're trying to cause division among the black folks, and they're trying to say, oh well, anybody that's going along with Ice Cube talking to President Trump, they're Trump supporters, and they they fail to mention the fact that black people have put policies in place and, and have ignored black people for the last decade and they've put policies in place that actually harm us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't see anything wrong with what Cube is trying to do. He just, we just, we just need whoever is going to, if the Republicans decided today, look, black people, if whatever you guys need, 
to stop this lynching or systematic oppression against you that's what we're gonna do that's where we need to go right so we have no loyalty to these people so i don't know where that comes from but that's how i feel about it. i don't see anything wrong with what cube is doing right i totally agree i totally agree and it's an easy read it's not a long it's, it's 27 no, pages it's 27 okay. pages it's a real easy read and i implore everybody to get out there and, and look at this contract and read it now again it's not the best thing ever all right don't go get me wrong it's not bulletproof there is there are, are pieces in there that you don't agree i won't agree with it's pieces on where you won't agree but it's a start it's an action plan right most of the times when, when stuff happen they want to hit the street and we have no action after we march Right. But here is an action plan that's in place. And I, I just want everybody to reach out. And if you feel some kind of way about it, you know, everything could be done better. You know, you can, everybody, that's what he wants. He wants to hear your ideas. He want to hear your opinion. And that's why he's going to these government agencies and, and these different people in power so that he can have a seat at the table so that he can speak for all of us, right? So who, no, no matter who gets in office, no matter who who wins and come November third, he's one. He wants to have a spot ready and willing and able so that we can move forward with action, not just talking about it. Be about it, you know. So I, I implore you guys to do that, and I, and I um, we'll we won't even we won't even go any further. We'll pick it up and move on. Next topic, we we I I was excited about this man, Killer Mike. Um, for all the listeners, they know we love Killer Mike. We love T.I. on the Talking Brothers podcast. It would be no T.I. or P- uh, uh, Killer Mike slander <laughs> for no reason at all. Um, they do have brain scheme. They do have brain things a lot of times we don't agree with, but that's still our brother. They still got that. They still got They still got us at heart, the best for us at heart. So um, with that being said, Killer Mike has partnered up um, with a few investors and um they started the Greenwood Bank. Um, I have my opinions on it, and I'm not gonna say it's slander. It's just I just have opinions about it. Um, Smash, that's your home, brethren. Take it away. Where, where where are you at with this? With the with them starting the bank, you know? Yeah, and how and and their, what their plan is to uh, empower us financially for small business loans and 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 our latino folks as well uh small the things that we can we can't get from the traditional um white owned banks yeah he's going to subsidize subsidize that or replace going to white owned banks totally so once again i'm on board with with that you know what i'm saying with everything there's some things that like you said earlier you agree with and you don't and you disagree with but i'm on board with this as well because um there's one thing I've always said, and um, and there's no shout, no, you know, um, no knock to our parents and their parents before them. But as black people, we were never taught about money. Most of us, I'm not gonna speak for all, but most of us were never talk about talked about money. So we just follow what we seen growing up. We didn't know about investments. Uh, a lot of us don't know about stocks and all that stuff. So with what they're doing, you know, we can't even go in and get a loan because um, a lot of times we've messed up our credit somewhere along coming up. So with them looking out and hopefully if they can help you get that, um, you know, that foot in the door, that'll be a big thing. Uh, I know right now they had such a quick sign up that everything is on hold right now. Like, cause a lot of people jumped over there, but I mean, I'm for it. I, I'm, I'm just for, 
before anything that when I see like black people trying to do something positive, like you still got to do your research and educate yourself before you just go dump all your money in there now. now don't just do all that, but you might want to take a, a little little nice little lump sum or, you know, a little small sum put in there and yeah, you mean, court, man, F- I'm all down with it. It's FDIC. It's backed by FDIC, so yeah. um, I don't think I'm dropping two hundred fifty thousand or more in there. So me neither. You know, <laughs> I'll get my little trinkets back. But that was um, go go ahead, Gabe. You jump in there, Gabe. Yeah, yeah. So listen, I, I'm a big fan of like Ti and Killer Mike. Uh, I think Killer Mike he straddles the fence a little too much for me sometimes. Mm. But his heart is in the right place. I'll give. I, he's trying. <laughs> I'll give Killer Mike that. Now, with his whole swan dance with Bernie Sanders, I kind of looked at that nigga like, "I <laughs> nigga," but I think he is trying. And my only thing with the bank is this: they, and I don't know why this is the case, but they have to include Latinos. That's my thing. I do not like that, and here's the reason why. When you go to Chinatown, they got their own banks. Are it don't say Chinese and black folk, right? <laughs> it's for them. If you go to Greek Town, the Jewish areas of your cities, wherever you go, the Arabic communities, because they have Arabic communities here. If you go there, the Indian communities, yeah, ain't got we're gonna do this for the Arabs and the blacks or the Asians and the blacks or the Latinos in the back. I actually saw a video this past week and this was a Hispanic guy owned a company and he gave the checks to his employee and they're in a Hispanic part of town. This was in California. This guy, all the Hispanics on his, uh, his employees, they went to the bank. They were able to cash their check. The black guy goes to the bank. He can't cash the check. And it wasn't no white man across the counter from him. Guess who? It was Latino. So I don't have anything against Latinos. I'm, I'm not saying I, I hate them or that, but I don't understand why black folks got to include other groups in every single thing we do. Because when these Latinos get on their feet, they don't identify with black people or our struggle. They immediately identify start to white. identify with whiteness and white supremacy. Yes, they so do. we'll help them get on their feet. They come over here. Hello, my brother. You know, you know, you cool with me, homie. And as soon as they get on their feet, they they shooting you just because you black, just like the white folks are, because that's who they identify with. Mm-hmm. So that's my only thing with that. I don't know why you got to include Latinos in this. I'm sure that's this whole thing with the whole Bernie Sanders thing and his Democratic little swan dance he does but outside of that i will give killer my credit he is trying it's a lot more we can say than some of these other entertainers and it it, it falls in line with that action plan you know we, we see an action so i give you all the credit in the world for for having action and i'm and that's why i let you go because i knew i was gonna be in line well one of you guys was gonna say it and just like anything man you go try to put a apply for a home loan you don't see a box for latino it's just not there you know what i'm saying so i don't understand why we have to include them in in, in this struggle because i've worked with them and i know once they get that position of power and it's not me talking out it's not me just pulling words out of my tail this is facts Mm -hmm. that i've seen them 
once they get that get that position of power and get a little a little financial influence they turn Caucasian they, they identify with Caucasian more than us so once you you may help build them up but I don't think that they always stay ally you know and and we we tend to be we tend to see them in our community more because we all impoverished but we all don't make it and identify equally so I, I I'm with you on that but I don't I don't know what's the plan behind this I would love to hear them sit down and just and, and tell us why these folks are included into this because we're not included in most of anybody's stuff so and then the other thing it does it didn't start off well with this sign up and wait I don't get that that, that kind of puts, puts me aback a little bit why do I have to sign up and wait when you're saying this is the launch date you got you got all these white com- white owned companies like chime etc cetera, etc cetera. They're, that's, that's the same platform. Don't get it twisted, ladies and gentlemen. The same thing they're doing is the same thing Chime is doing and these other um, electronic banks are doing. It's the same platform. They just put a different name on it and a different face that running it. Um, so how can they be launching and we're still at the starting line? And that's my only hang up with this. But it's, it's good. It's action. It's action. I'm glad to see some action and, and I implore everybody to at least take a hot 20 and shove it that way and see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm smashed. Don't just jump your don't don't just dump your, your whole life savings into it. Oh no. <laughs> I don't I'll never do that. Unless I'm betting on myself. Right. Still gonna have a stab somewhere under the match. You're gonna be a man. So oh, trust me, you gotta and that's another thing, man. You got to have that shoebox savings. Don't get yeah. it twisted. Don't don't have all your money in these financial institutions and you don't have that shoebox savings. Because you know. Anytime the kangaroo apocalypse could happen at any time, and you may need cash on the run. <laughs> you can't just get ATM may not be working. But but moving on, seeing another song. Now here's the thing right here, man. And I'm gonna lean on my brother Gabe here <laughs> to to navigate this thing for us because um, there's a brother. He's ex NFL player, and his wife. They have a, a YouTube series that goes on. And they were talking about why do women pressure men to be to be monogamous, but then withhold sex once they in a relationship. So I'm gonna play this clip. You guys check it out, and uh, we'll get back into it. A lot of women do complain. Oh, my husband's always on me. Why is he always on me? Mm-hmm. If sex is gonna be a chore for you that you don't really want to do, why do women constantly push monogamy? on men if you know that you don't want to have to deal with him all the time just wanting you mm-hmm. why do you push monogamy on that well who's to say i pushed anything on anybody like well we know that people, you pushed monogamy on me i pushed monogamy i forced you to get married to me you said to me you never pressured me to get married in 2007 we were living together right you said you no longer wanted to live with me and shack up with me because you wanted to be my wife, not my girlfriend. Right, because I wanted to know where that the relationship was like going. That don't sound like pressure to you? It sounds like me voicing where I see my life going. It, it sounds like me saying, this is what I would like. You can decide to meet me there. If not, we can reevaluate what exactly we're doing. Okay, additionally. Would I call it pressure, per se? Not necessarily pressure. Eh. All right, so Gabe, I'm going to let you go ahead and jump right into this thing, man. Um... Give us your take on where you what, what's your your thoughts process on this situation, right? So, first and foremost, um, 
he's an NF ex NFL player. Um, and off rip, these dudes are some of the biggest simps you come across. Athletes, big simps, they usually get with women that are extremely masculine and controlling. So that's the first thing. Second thing here is um, he he's kind of talking about how women push monogamy on men. He has a good point in saying that. However, when he starts talking about some you pressure to me to marry you, uh, I, that was dusty broke nigga talk. And you can't, uh, uh, first off, a woman can't make me do anything. Nothing, you grown ass man. I'm grown. And, and these dudes are so spineless and weak that they can't, they don't want to take accountability for a lot of the situations they put themselves in. So if the homie did not want to marry her, then he simply just had to say, hey, look, I like the situation we in now. Um, I don't plan on marrying you right now, maybe one day. If that's a problem, we just need to go our separate ways amicably. You keep it real player. You keep that thing fresh. You keep it tight and you just move on. Instead of doing that, he's so he's too much of a weakling, too much of a simp to just say that. He just decided to go with her program. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. As a man, you ought to look for cooperation. Uh, a woman is supposed to cooperate with your plan. And it looks like he cooperated with her plan. <laughs> right. Other thing, too, they talked about how women use uh, the, the withholding sex thing. Listen, women smash on the Pookies, the Ray Rays, Jailhouse Jerry, Mr. Mina Mike, Felony Fred. They cannot get enough of these men. It is open season when they with these dudes. They all they have all these kids by these men. They are constantly having sex with these dudes. If a woman is using sex as a manipulation tool on you, that woman does not like you. Period. And I see a lot of dudes kind of complaining about that. And again, I'm not married. I'm not married. I'm not married. I know you two brothers are. I'm not. But if I'm married and my wife talking about some, ah, you know how giving you none tonight and i'm asking and i'm not on that thing every day and then i'm trying to get something i'm good man it, it's we got to really talk about maybe going our separate ways a lot of men are scared of divorce um because of the alimony and the child support i am not one of those me uh, i will leave because my peace comes first and women if if a woman is withholding herself like that she does not respect you She's lost some kind of respect for you. Because like I said, I've seen these chicks get with these dusty niggas that ain't doing nothing out here. And it's, it's non-stop sex. Sex in the car, movie theater, outside, behind the gas station, in the car wash, wherever. It, it just goes down. So I, I kind of, I see where he was coming from. But again, he's, he really shouldn't even be talking like that. Because as a man, you have to put your foot down and you are supposed to leave. When you look at their dynamic, their past videos and everything, she's the leader of that house. She leads that house. She dominates him. You can tell. And he's an NFL player. So that's kind of how I saw that. I, I kind of looked at it. I said, look at this goofy Negro. It's, it's sad. It's sad. And there's so many, so many dudes. And this is why I said on my podcast, I really got to get back to talking about the game. It's so many dudes out here taking unnecessary L's to these women you do you have to you have to be willing to let let these women go and these and you can you when you look at their dynamic you can tell he's afraid that he'll lose her yeah. for what 
There are plenty more of her out there. So I leave it there. That's kind of how I saw that whole dynamic. Smash. I mean, that's a lot to digest. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with uh, a lot of it that you said, because like if if I've been married, you know, over 20 years now and, and my wife has never withheld sex from me as a punishment, because that's just stupid. Like, first of all, you're not my mom. You, you can't punish me. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but it's one of those things like, like you said, um, Gabe, like you were saying, if if the woman is withholding the sex from you, then there's something about it. She doesn't like you or doesn't like something about you. What what I've learned so far being married, it, it you know, the physical is always gonna be there because if you're not physically attracted to him, then you're not gonna be want, wanting to be with him. But then it becomes more probably mentally, like y'all, y'all kind of morph together in in a little sense mentally. And it's like I think it's sometimes women look at me and like, if you're not doing nothing for yourself and they feel like they're doing more, then why do they want you? And vice versa, if you're if you're doing a lot as a man and your woman isn't helping to do um, what you want her to do or support you in some type of way, then it's like, why, why do I need you? Why do I have you? Because you're like holding me back. Mm -hmm. So in this situation, I kind of look at it like, like you're saying, I've seen their videos and stuff and she does seem like she does a lot of the stuff and he does i mean if you look at the video and i you know i, I hate the bash brother but he does do a lot of simpish stuff in there Ooh. and even going on this show talking about this like that is a disrespect to her Man. in a way if you listen to some of it so i don't understand how he's gonna Weasel you know, his way out, out of that doghouse on that one right if, you, if, <laughs> right. if you're trying to explain something i don't know how disrespecting her in public is gonna work because if the shoe was you know, switch, she disrespect you in public. Now you want to make a big scene about it. So yes. your brother got a lot to lot to work on with himself, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I, I just think that they're in a place in their relationship where there is just a, a common missing link. There's, there's a communication link that's mm -hmm. missing within their relationship because this is stuff, um, I've been married for 15 plus years now, and this is stuff that, that we talk about all the time. You know what I'm saying? It, it may, sometimes it's in gist, and sometimes it's, be, it's a heated argument. But we know that line, oh, you know what I'm saying? We know that fine line of where to draw that line where you're being disrespectful and when we communicate it. And when I watch their stuff, it, it just seems like it comes across that they're like, he has an agenda that he's written down and put in his pocket. And she has her agenda that was written down when she put in her pocket. Mm -hmm. And they don't air it till the, till the camera goes on, to that red light going mm -hmm. And they, they shock value each other. You know, and that's how it comes across to me. But from a person from this side of the table, like Gabe being a single man, and us, and you and I, Smash, being married men, it kind of confuses us. Confuses us all because we're grown men, and you you stand for what you want. And if it doesn't fit your agenda, then you pack up and move on. You don't have to sit there and you know, maybe it was a trophy wife thing. Maybe he was, it was that was a trophy wife thing to him. And so he he kind of bowed down to it and bought into it because he wanted to have that trophy wife. Most most entertainers and ball players and people you know influential people they they want that trophy wife. That's just their their the way they think. You know, not all but most. You know, not all but some. But for me, that situation is again. My wife has never held sex for me ever. That has never been on the table. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's. Never been off the table, I should say. Um, <laughs> but, but for the most part, you know, you, you 
I know some things going into a relationship, I knew I wasn't going to compromise. I just, listen, baby, these are things that we can discuss, we can negotiate, but these are things that I will not budge on, period, point blank. Me having me time is non-negotiable, right? It just, it's just non-negotiable. If you don't want me to hang out with my friends to release my, to, to, to enjoy some man, man, manly time versus or being cooped up with you all day, I'm, I'm out. Now, if you can deal with that, cool. These are things we can negotiate. She had her list, right? Another, and people may seem they think this is is, is is small and minuscule, but it goes a long way. When we buy a house, I have to have a man cave. I have to have that. I want my own personal space. You want you want your she shed? I want my man cave. And that was something that every house, whether we rented an apartment, whether we bought our first house, they always had that included. When we went to pay and went looked at, at apartments and houses, that had to be in it. It was a non-negotiable. And, and and I could go through her list as well, but trust me, she had a, she had some non-negotiables as well that I don't like. I don't like sleeping on floral sheets, but that's a non-negotiable for her. I don't like a thousand pillows on the bed, but that's a non-negotiable for her, right? Yeah, right. So you compromise, you you know, you you make concessions where concessions is due, and and if they can't take the ones that you hardline, then you pack up and move on, you know. Right. So and I think that that get kind of lost on people. Because I, I, I just think relationship is is so much how we how we saw this through the through the through the eyes of a lens and not through like direct conversation or or, or peer to peer sitting down with you. Because a lot of times you know crabs of a barrel crabs in a the barrel they're gonna pull you down. Girl, he ain't shit. Cause why? <laughs> Cause you don't have a man. So why I'm gonna take advice from you and you don't have a man? Or why I'm gonna take advice from you, partner, and you don't have a woman? You know right. what I'm saying? So I'm, I, I should be looking for for that conversation from my elders that's 50, 60 years plus marriage. You know what I'm saying? If Gabe's single, I don't think he's going to talk to his single brother about, man, I really feel good about this chick. He's going to come to me or smash and be like, hey, bro, how did y'all, how did y'all endure this? Not endure. That's that's bad. My wife's going to get mad at me. Not endure, <laughs> but make this, make a happy home for these last you know, between the both of us, almost 30 years, you know what I'm right. saying? So right. Right. over 30 plus years. So that's what I think that we're missing. And, and, and this is a major component. And I'm glad Gabe, that's, that's not something that we deal with all the time, but I'm glad that Gabe has this platform because he discusses it all the time. All the and, time. and he always showing that dynamic. So I definitely want our listeners to expose him to our listeners and I, and I want his listeners to. I want me. I want us to be exposed to his listeners because I think, together with with a, with, with what we have, it's enough to 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 give you something that's that's positive to that to nurture your soul and your and your and your person. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. Absolutely. Anything else, Gabe? Before we get up out this thing, bro. Man, listen. This 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 was great, man. And and you know, just last words. You know. Uh, I've been real big on telling brothers uh, they need to be finding cooperation mm -hmm. with their lady. And it's something you kind of mentioned, the compromise, uh, compromising. You know, I tell people this all the time, you know, because a lot of the other podcasters on Instagram, they get a little upset with me when I start talking about cooperation. And, and this is what I say. I say, you as the woman, you're going to get your way with most men, including me. That ain't no simp. Right. 90% of the time. 
if you say, babe, this is what I want, or I feel like this is what we need to do, nine times out of ten, you probably gonna win. You're like, okay. <laughs> it's that other 10% that's usually the problem. And a lot of our sisters, I hate to say it like this, but I gotta oh, be real. Oh, oh, oh. A lot of our sisters want to be dominant and they want to have their way 100% of the time. It is the number one reason they're the least married group in the country. And those are real facts. Those are stats. So when I start talking about some, a man needs to look for cooperation, I'm not looking, I'm not saying that a man got to be the dictator of the home. I'm not saying that you got to bow and wash his feet. It's just trusting him and his leadership ability to guide you to the right place. And so many women are so used to being in control, they have a hard time following their man. Now, on the flip side of that, you have brothers like this, that's not real, they're not real sure about themselves, and it's hard for a woman to follow that lead. Sisters, it's hard out here for y'all, I get that. But women black women in particular they have to get better about properly submitting and once sisters begin to do that we can change their relationship uh dynamics we can improve their relationship statuses in this country because right now it's abysmal it's abysmal for everybody but it's really bad for us so once sisters can do that and learn to just be quiet sometimes <laughs> and say, yes, daddy, we're going to be all right. Yep. Once they start doing that, we're going to be cool. But women, y'all going to get y'all way nine times out of 10. Stop trying to get your way yep. 10 times out of 10. I heard a, I heard a joke and the guy says, my, my, my girlfriend talk too much. I can't do nothing else. I got to come home. First thing she want to do is talk about her day. And she talks about it till she passes out. Mm. And I'm like, whoa, she finally fell asleep. <laughs> then she woke up. I said, oh, you had a good sleep? Yeah, let me tell you about my dreams. She was like, oh, damn. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's where, that's how we feel. You know, that's how mm -hmm. that's how we feel. But there is enough, it, it, there's room for that. You know what I'm saying? And there's room for, if we, if we make time, you make time, and equally we can enjoy this time together. You know? Hey. Time we to gotta realize we ain't got much. We don't have a whole lot of time. Nah, together, we man. don't. We don't. And we gotta. When you really think about it, you know. So let's just make the best of it. You know, let's clap cheeks and be happy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> man. So, Gabe, where can people find you, bro? Yes, sir. So, everyone, you can find me on Instagram at Ultimate Black Man. Uh, also, you can find me on Facebook at Gabe Bell. Oh man, I be turning up on Facebook, man. I've had posts go viral and everything. Yes, sir. Um, and then. Most of my content uh, can be found on uh, YouTube at Ultimate Black Man Radio. I am going through a bit of a rebranding because I have enough subscribers to actually get paid by YouTube. But AdSense been clowning with a brother. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm going to be, it's a lot of videos that are up that I'm going to take down and actually redo, especially some of my lives. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But you can find me on YouTube at Ultimate Black Man Radio and Instagram, Ultimate Black Man. And you can email me if you have any questions, concerns, want to book consultation, anything at, at uh, ultimateblackmanradio at gmail.com. For sure. Smash, my brother. Yes, sir. Any closing words? Yeah, uh, thanks, Gabe, from, uh, Gabe, for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Hey, um, anytime, man. I love to have these conversations. I'm, I, I really want to... Uh, 
continue this uh, conversation at a later date and time because I, I, I see you got some some good, strong points. And, uh, and ladies, I just want y'all to know that that message was brought to you by Gabe from Ultimate Black Man. <laughs> look, look, how he, look how he just Magic Johnson it over to assist yeah, right back he, to you. Man, he it to me real quick. Real hey, quick. That's how I'm ready for smoke, man. Nah, nah, I just, you know, I, I know it's that, that, that one lady that's out there that's ready to, to climb the dough just to get in and say some words to you. You, know? right. you have to see my comments. <laughs> but no, Baby, I appreciate stop. you knowing me. I love doing stuff like this. And I, I like I said, I definitely want to continue this at a later date and time if we can. Hey, hey no doubt. So with that being said, much love, and we out. Peace. We have returned to claim the pyramid. Partying on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Getting down in 3D. Light year groove.